and welcome back to True Crime Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and here with me today with quite possibly the best Irish accent in True Crime Guys history, me own little lucky charm, and the top of the morning to you. Oh, I've been so ready for this accent today, Michael. Been watching the Boondock Saints, been listening to some some good old fiddle music. There you go. You gotta get a fiddle in it. I think I think this is the one accent I can really do because if you can't tell by the paleness in these arms, this yeah, is, is that ring light adjusted right? There, no, that's to capture that's pure, it. It's just reflective, actually. I yeah, think. we actually add tan in the light for Andy. <laughs> I'm in a um, I'm in a filter at all times. We, with sepia. <laughs> a nice sepia tone. Now, there's right. a lot of Irish in these veins. Look at that. Look at that paleness. <laughs> That's right, guys. Got some red in the beard in there. That's right. And obviously, the people watching on YouTube can tell. Please subscribe, uh, like, share, leave a comment below if you feel so inclined. We appreciate that very much, and we do read most of the comments. Uh, now, last week here on TCG, we covered a recent case out of South Korea. It was the brutal killing and dismemberment of a 26-year-old college student. This horrible crime was committed by Jung Yoo Jung a 23-year-old recluse who police and prosecutors described as a fan that was obsessed with true crime. That's that's none of us here, Andy. That's, I'm sure that's none of our viewers. I mean, no, I don't think that, I don't think there's mm, anybody in this, in this entire way. world that we could ever relate that to. No, no, <laughs> at least not in this way. Not in this way. She she uh, she ruined it for us. Yeah. She really did. Then again, we had um, some discussion about whether or not she was really obsessed <laughs> or whether she was just researching. We're gonna... Yeah, yeah. So it's a fine line. Uh, but anyways, guys, let's talk about why you're here this week, okay? If you can't already tell, we're jumping over to the Green Hills of Ireland. Is that pretty good? Is that pretty uh, it's good? decent. Getting... <laughs> uh, it's decent? The Green Hills of Ireland to give you guys a rundown on another recent case. I'm getting a little Scottish. I think you might be. I'm yeah. getting a little Scottish. Staying green. Uh, Staying green. <laughs> Staying green. It's still in there. But we're talking about the senseless random murder of Ashling Murphy, a 23-year-old local school teacher who was out for a jog in January of 2022 when she was then stalked, attacked, and brutally stabbed to death in broad daylight, no less. Now, this case sparked debate and enhanced modern policing in that area, as well as how the citizens of Tullamore County could protect themselves from being the next victim of a senseless killing like this one. So, with all those formalities out of the way, let's hit that intro, Andy, and let's get started, shall we? Oh, it'll be my pleasure, lad. Hi, I'm Ashling, and this is Amy Murphy. Uh, we're sisters. We're from Blue Ball, so just out the road, and we're delighted to be here for the Tullamore Chad Fest. First, we're going to play a hornpipe called Xena Warrior Princess Hornpipe. <laughs> So let's get right into it, lads. Ashling Murphy was a primary school teacher at Duro National School. Having joined the school in March of 2021, the headmaster spoke very highly of her, acknowledging her as a remarkable educator, as well as her abilities as a musician and a choral conductor. She was born in 1998, just outside of Tullamore, and grew up alongside her brother and sister in a very musical and artistic household. Her father, Raymond, had been a local musician in the area for many years. The family would perform at local music festivals and play traditional Irish folk-style music, with Ashling being praised as a talented fiddle player. God, I love a good fiddle player, don't you? Like, <laughs> you gotta have I've, a fiddle player in the band. I've played with a couple of them, and it is so much fun to have like a real, like, 
fiddle player. Like yeah. I played with a violinist before, but like someone who's really like, yeah, like that the is, fiddle really ups the ante, man. It just the energy is so it's so like viable. You can just it, feel it. No doubt, no doubt. Those those melodies mm-hmm. are are contagious. But Ashling lived a promising and happy life for the 23 short years that she was on this earth. Ryan Casey, Ashling's long-term boyfriend, said that the two had been planning their lives as a couple and had even met with an architect prior to her death to discuss building their forever home. Unfortunately, the joy that Ashling had brought to so many people's lives would be tragically cut short on the afternoon of January 12, 2022. After recently recovering from a bout with COVID-19, Ashling would decide to take a jog through an area of Tullamore called the Grand Canal Way, a route which she was obviously very familiar with. She phoned her mother to let her know where she was headed, and despite her request for Ashling to jog a little closer to home, the 23-year-old told her mother that she was an adult now and would be fine on her own. Tragically, that would be the last time that anyone would speak to Ashling. During her jog through a stretch of the canal way called Fiona's Way, she would be brutally and randomly attacked. A not-so-fun fact, Fiona's Way was named after a young girl who went missing around that area back in 1996. And now the popular walking area has an even darker stain on its already dark history. If you're familiar with the kind of like walking trail, it's kind of like a greenway around here. If anybody has like a greenway walking trail, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a paved walking trail for a long yep. stretch of land. And it's like, you know, kind of hills on both sides. There's a canal that goes by. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a greenway around We here. love our greenways in the South. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a paved walking trail. Yeah. You know, wide enough for two people to pass without feeling awkward. Yeah. But around 4 p.m. that afternoon, Ashling was stopped by a man who approached her on a bike. The attacker dragged Ashling off the paved walking path and down into a nearby ditch. There, he would proceed to brutally strike and stab her 11 times in total, mostly in her chest and neck area. The cuts to Ashling's throat destroyed her vocal cords, making it impossible for her to call out for help during the attack. But that wouldn't stop Ashling from fighting back with everything she had. She punched, she kicked, and clawed at her attacker in a desperate attempt to save her own life. But Ashling would succumb to her wounds after bleeding out right there beside the walking trail that she'd been down so many times before. Two other women would stumble across the violent murder in progress, calling out to the man to leave her alone and to get away. The witnesses would immediately run and contact police to inform them of what they saw. And even though officers were on site in a matter of minutes, the damage would be too much for Ashling. Despite attempting CPR and getting help from EMTs, Ashling was pronounced dead shortly after her initial attack. I think there was only like a 10 minute window of like when they got the cops to when the cops got there and like right. the time paramedics got there. Like they performed CPR for a, like 10 minutes maybe before the paramedics yeah. got there. But yeah, the, she had been, like when they pulled her up, they could just like her head fell back and you could just see that there was so much It's It's the now. brutality of it. The 11 stab wounds, yeah, you know, all in the same area in the chest and the neck. Mm-hmm. There was no surviving that. Absolutely not. What's up, Creepers? This week's episode is brought to you by Factor. Factormeals.com slash Creeper50. Use code Creeper50. In the midst of this busy holiday season, you might find yourself looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on your jam-packed days. Right? But time is of the essence. But that's okay, because Factor's got your back. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. They can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. 
You'll save time. You'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle, all while you're tackling all the holiday to-dos. Are you one of those prepper people? Huh? Are you a meal prepper? Well, this holiday season, you can cross the meal prepping off your list. And while you're at it, go ahead and cross off meal planning, grocery shopping, uh, prepping, cleaning up, all that stuff. And get Factors fresh, never frozen meals delivered right to your door. They're ready in two minutes. All you got to do is heat it up and eat it up. Worried about putting on a few extra pounds for the holidays? Well, look no further, because Factor has calorie-conscious options that won't skimp on the flavor, right? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Or, if you need a little extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best during the holidays, try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Let's go. Another thing I love about Factor is that they are 100% sustainable. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. So this December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormills.com slash creeper50 and use code creeper50 to get 50% off. That's code creeper50 at factormills.com slash creeper50 to get 50% off. Go. You can pause the show. So the police wasted no time getting to work. After interviewing the witnesses, the officers immediately started chasing down leads of possible known suspects in the area. The day after Ashling's murder, an individual would walk into Tullamore Hospital with a stab wound in his stomach, claiming to doctors that he'd been stabbed in an altercation just outside of town. The injured man told a sob story to medical personnel about how he was attacked and needed help. So naturally, they called the police. This guy came in looking like he had gotten the shit kicked out of him too. Like he had a he had a stab wound Good. in his stomach, and he had like some bruises on his face and yeah. his eyes. But they did come to learn spoilers. They probably were self-inflicted. Yeah, absolutely. So officers came to question the stabbing victim, a 33-year-old Slavic national with no previous criminal histories by the name of Joseph Fuska. Uh, oddly enough, instead of telling them the story about how he was attacked outside of town, Joseph began confessing to the murder of Ashling Murphy. This is, I did want to point out, this is almost like a wisdom teeth taking out scenario. That's how they almost described it. Like mm. He came into the hospital telling this story about how he was attacked. Now he got stabbed. Right, right. When the cops come in to interview him about, about that attack, he just starts telling them how he, how he accidentally killed uh, Ashling. Right. So all these cops are like, come again? Wait. Wait, what? So who attacked who? who wait, you want to, <laughs> you want to do, you want to run that back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He told officers that he didn't mean to hurt Ashling and that he'd only killed her in a moment of panic. Unfortunately, this was not an official interrogation, so none of this was recorded at the time. It was enough, however, to shift the entire investigation onto this new suspect. Now, during the days Joseph was recovering in the hospital, officers set to work on trying to find any evidence linking him to the scene of the crime. They got warrants to search his property as well as questioning him in a more official setting. It wouldn't take long for the evidence to start piling up against the so-called victim, who was still laid up in a hospital bed at the time. 
With multiple eyewitnesses to the crime and newly discovered CCTV footage putting Joseph at the scene, it became pretty clear to officers that Joseph's story had been a bold-faced lie. Oh, if, you, if those security pictures are not already up on the screen, it is so like blatant just to see him <laughs> on that bike just this looking you? like... That, yep, <laughs> like this is you, Joseph. This you? That's, that's your bike? Okay, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, not to mention DNA evidence collected from the scene and from Ashling herself. They found clear traces of Joseph's skin and DNA under Ashling's fingernails. And the police finally had enough to charge him with the murder of Ashling Murphy. Joseph Puska was arrested at the St. John's Hospital the same day that Ashling's family laid her to rest. Quite poetic at that point, you think, a little bit. A little bit. The like they're at the funeral laying her to rest and like they leave the funeral to like a notification like suspect arrested in the arrested. slaying of your daughter. Yeah, absolutely. And during his trial, Joseph would claim that he didn't remember making his initial confession to the police. And his defense tried to argue that the pain medication he was given after his surgery caused him to falsely confess. But after insight from doctors about the medication that he received, his argument was pretty much busted down to nothing. Like, oh, I was, I was all anesthesia and I was coming out of it. You were on Advil. Yeah, they were like, there was nothing. Yeah, (laughs) there was nothing that would make you hallucinate or say anything you didn't mean. It's like we we gave him Tylenol. He was uh, right. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) He's fine. Uh, But with multiple eyewitnesses, the damning CCT footage, the copious amounts of his DNA found at the scene, not to mention his bicycle, which he left behind, uh, there was really no chance that Joseph was going to get away with this. After months of testimonies and mountains of evidence, Joseph Pusco was given a mandatory life sentence for the killing of Ashling Murphy in November of 2023. As the community was still reeling from the loss of such a bright and talented young woman, the family of Ashling Murphy was allowed to speak to her loved one's killer. They read letters to him that expressed their anger and their pain. A case like Ashling Murphy is one that is all too common in the world of true crime, unfortunately. A random act of violence, that not only shatters a loving family, but devastates an entire community in its wake. And it's our hope that by shedding light on cases like this one, we can help educate our listeners on the dangers that can lurk behind every turn. This case really did highlight a lot of the dangers that a lot of women still face all the time. Just the idea of going out for a jog alone could be deadly. Yeah. This reminds me of an episode that me and Lauren did, I don't know how long ago it's been, but I think it was called Run, Hide, Fight. How to defend, how to not be a victim or something like that. And we just, we referenced a bunch of cases where people made really good decisions Mm -hmm. and it saved their lives. It absolutely saved their lives or saved loved ones' lives. Yeah. So, I mean, she fought back. It wasn't enough to save her life, but she fought back enough to where it was enough to put her killer behind bars. Maybe we should do, we should do another case like that. Yeah. You know? Possibly. Let's spread some positive true crime around here, Andy. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Keep you guys going. Keep you guys around longer. But yeah, guys. Uh, that is the case of Ashling Murphy. Um, like I said before, it's it's kind of too common. It really is. But still, these cases do need attention. And just how recent this case is, is what makes it so terrifying. This man was just convicted November of 2023, just last month of which we're recording this. Yeah, we're recording in December of 2023. So this yeah. man was, yeah, that is when he was convicted and jailed for this crime. Like this just happened. Uh, if you guys so, are interested, I didn't have. Uh, I will probably put the link to it later in the description. Uh, we are recording this. There was about. There was actually about to be the first documentary about this case. Um, there like was a, about to be was the about first to come documentary. Out, like right, when I was writing the timeline, <laughs> okay. I saw the like new documentary airing in a few days. 
So I was okay. like, I didn't have like the documentary is out now. By the time you're hearing this episode, we just didn't get to watch it before recording. This oh, that's episode. great. But that's great. I love. The, uh, I love when that happens. Like I said, it's so recent. It's going to have so much not... information we don't have, Andy, in the episode, and now everybody's going to be busting our balls on social media. Be like, how did you not get this? It was in a popular documentary. The documentary was out after we recorded. People, we've told you this. So yeah, should have like pushed said, this back, a... Andy. <laughs> should have pushed this back. Oh well, we'll we'll do an update. We'll do an update on Patreon or something. I don't think there's gonna be much on updates on this guy. I think this was pretty cut and dry. But yeah, I think we can. I think we could touch back on Patreon. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll touch back. But if they made a documentary, there's got to be some other interesting stuff to this case. Possibly, there's I got hope to so, be. At least. Yeah, there's got to be. I don't know. But the fact that it got solved so quickly, it's like how how much could there really be in a documentary? This is one episode doc, right? It's got to be. Yeah, it's like a, it's like on. a small like a one time documentary type thing. It can't, Although I've been seeing these like documentaries a, really drag shit out. You can't have like a you know a, a Murdoch documentary about this case. So this isn't a this isn't a decades nope. long crime and no, no, conspiracies. No. I got you. I got you. But all right, guys. So that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, guys, please don't forget to support our sponsors. All of our lovely sponsors that sponsor us here on True Crime, guys, as well as Oh My Gaia, who has been with us since the very very beginning. Oh My Gaia is an innovative all natural deodorant fragrance and beard oil company specializing in paraben and aluminum free products. Their innovative line of deodorants inhibit the growth of odor-causing bacteria while still maintaining effectiveness. And there is tons of scents to choose from there at Oh My Gaia. From Sweet Pea, Sailor, Barbershop, Pear, Bergamot Amber, Fireside, Honeysuckle, Lumberjack, Leather, Dreamsicle, Coconut. We have our very own scent, True Crime Pine, and there's so many more to choose from. And they're always experimenting with new scents and sending out samples with orders. Guys, they're always looking for new stuff at Oh My Guy, and you guys got to check it out. OhMyGaia.com. That's O-H-M-Y-G-A-I-A.com. And because you're True Crime Guys listeners, you can use the code word CREEPER for 15% off your order. That's CREEPER, C-R-E-E-P-E-R, for 15% off your order at OhMyGaia.com. O-H-M-Y-G-A-I-A.com. And if you don't like typing shit, just check the link right below the description of this episode. We already did it for you. Yeah, man. There you go. Some good, uh, oh, my guy has some good stocking stuffers right there, man. Because it's, it's the winter real. time. I'm not going to be sweating too much in the winter time, but you still want to smell good. You still want to put some of that stuff on your yeah, beard, get definitely. your beard all nice and soft. Like I said, oh, my guy, guys, some good stocking stuffers right there. No doubt. No doubt. Guys, also, please check out Patreon, patreon.com slash true crime guys, where we will be next month or next week. With mm-hmm. our uh, regular TCG content, we'll be here on the free platform with headlines and shenanigans. Um, but yes, patreon.com slash true crime guys. You can get access to any show, every show that we have ever made, including our 50-plus vault episodes that we have in there right now, all for just 2 bucks a month. At the $5 tier, rather, you get everything. But 2 bucks a month, you get the vault episodes and every Patreon exclusive, like the one that we're recording next week. So again, that's patreon.com slash truecrimeguys. There is a link to that right below this description as well, or you can always go to truecrimeguys.com. All right, Andy, anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Oh, no, but I don't get to do my accents anymore. Oh, Next week, I got to go back it. to just doing Andy. Yeah. This is lame. <laughs> just I want to be somebody else. <laughs> you can uh, plug our Spotify albums in that accent. Oh, I can? Yeah, yeah there you go. There we go. What's our, yeah, I can, uh, we got Truth and Tragedy. Oh, I'll get the accent back. We got Truth and Tragedies out yeah, there on the, on the lander. And what's the other one called? We got uh, uh, Killer Mixtape. We got Killer Mixtape Volume yeah. 1, Volume 2. We got uh, both it's of those just the regular there. one. Uh, we'll it's get just... two out there someday. We'll get a whole series. We'll go platinum. <laughs> That's right, guys. And keep your eyes out for uh, singles that we'll release. I, I think I'm going to release the intro to last week's episode, the Jung, uh, Jung Yu Jung episode, just because uh, it was fun. I mentioned, if you guys don't know, I mentioned a bunch of uh, my favorite true crime podcast amidst the uh, the intro, and it was a lot of fun. 
you don't know, Jung Yoo Jung was the, uh, the girl who took true crime a little too, a little too serious. Yeah. Little, she got a little too in, uh, inspired. Yeah, too inspired. Too that inspired. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah, right. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty much it. We will see you next week with headlines and shenanigans here on the free platform and on Patreon for some cold shit. And it is some nasty cold shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you then. Keep on creeping. Bye.